Hello and welcome to the show. Today we have a guest, Matt Smith, who lives in Toronto, Canada, and Matt is a fitness coach and a fitness trainer. We will discuss about fitness awareness, bodybuilding awareness, the importance of yoga, the importance of maintaining mental health and physical health, and why you need to work out anyhow at least 30 minutes in every single day. So he will be guiding each and everything regarding fitness. So listen to this podcast till the end. You will get to learn a lot. So hey Matt, what is up? Ah, uh, so much, man. Thank you for having me on. Uh, and before getting started to the podcast, I want you to introduce yourself. What do you do? And uh, about I I've seen your Instagram profile, and you are very much uh, focused towards the fitness. so tell me about yourself yeah so um i am a personal trainer i'm a uh, i'm a coach as well i've been doing that for the past 7 8 years now okay uh obviously heavily into fitness i've competed in bodybuilding powerlifting olympic weightlifting now i'm switching over into boxing like fitness is all encompassing for me it's uh, my whole life i also am a, a co-owner of a supplement company called canadian fuel nutrition so that's the uh, the main things and then obviously on the side um you know i enjoy music i enjoy making music uh doing artistic stuff as well so you know i have my eggs in too many baskets as some would say a uh, man of too many talents i guess yeah um, i mean a lot of industry yes yeah exactly uh so no but i mean the main industry is obviously the fitness that's what my life uh my lifestyle is it's what my career is and uh the influence i want to have revolves around mainly making sure people can stay fit and healthy okay so the one thing that uh, uh, the instant question that came in my mind is that uh, i have heard a lot about uh, americans that they have they uh, i mean most of the americans have the problem with obesity so is it true and how uh, and why they are uh, they are not focusing a lot more on fitness yeah so that is so with america it's true i mean even in canada i'm from canada and you've been seeing it recently that obesity rates have been rising the health epidemic of terms of people just not living healthy uh overweight uh it's it's rising in america i believe the percentage of overweight is like over 40% 50% of their population obese uh which i believe is 30 pounds over overweight is 30 or something percent it's a big number Yeah it's one half of the, of the population. Re- yeah, almost half. Yeah, it's crazy. And I think the, honestly the biggest reason is there's not enough education uh when it comes to fitness. Okay. Not enough uh education, there's too much money in marketing fast food as well as, you know, quick easy fixes. People especially within Canada and America and North America what I've seen is people really want that instant satisfaction. They don't want to put in the work. They don't like hard work. They don't like a hard day's work. They like being comfortable. they want to stay in a comfortable little bubble and they aren't willing to really do much else to get away from that so that's what you're left with is somebody who's not really willing to work on themselves because uh they don't necessarily have to because they have all these distractions around them McDonald's uh Wendy's you know Burger King all these places it's a lot easier to go to Burger King than it is to make some food at your at home for yourself right So that's one of the reasons and honestly uh lifestyle uh lifestyle is definitely one of the biggest things again people just don't have the mindset to uh put in a hard days work in my opinion anymore so that's uh that's why i've been seeing 
people have money but they are uh, spending in the i mean spending in the wrong spots uh, spending in the wrong spots absolutely yeah my my biggest uh thing is you know yeah you can have all the wealth in the world but if you can't even move your body properly you know is it even worth it some people may say yes uh i highly disagree with that though <laughs> yeah exactly and uh, if we connect this the obesity scenario with the covid-19 we can clearly see that uh, the people who have lost their lives are those mm-hmm. who have very less uh, I, i mean poor immunity system so if Absolutely. they would be maintained if they would have maintained the fitness level properly it the scenario mm-hmm. would be not like that yeah so in canada specifically i know the statistics for canada not so much the states but in Canada specifically uh the people who died here were over the age of 65 with two or more comorbidities uh one of those and the the leading cause was uh obesity and heart disease okay. which was i believe made up 79 or 80 something percent so of all the people you saw dying from covid they were over the age of 65 or they were overweight or obese um or they had you know a health problem or something but yeah it was it was a huge impact i mean you can just see it anyways even pre covid uh the people who stayed healthy were the ones who were taking their care, were taking care of themselves to stay healthy you know so, most people didn't get colds they weren't getting flus but if you're putting trash food into your body every day if you're just staying at home not moving your immune system just fails on you right so those were the same people that were getting sick that tended to get sick with covid as well you, your body is willing to fight off uh if you're not willing to put up a fight for your body uh if, yeah. if that makes sense okay so uh have you observed that the importance of fitness uh, increased a lot after the covid happened or it's just like people are the same <laughs> it's a little tough to say right now uh where i am specifically we're still going through it uh we're still in lockdown um i will say again my group of uh my network is mainly in the fitness industry so people definitely took it more seriously i have seen a, a big increase in people wanting to take it more seriously i've also seen a big increase of people that were very content staying at home uh and using covid as the excuse to not do any work hmm. uh to not do any workouts to not cook for themselves just support you know local restaurants and they'll put it behind all these excuses to not work on themselves to stay healthy so it's it's kind of up in the air right now but it's a it's kind of a split is what i've noticed okay so another thing that uh, i would like to ask is that uh, i mean in especially in north america people uh, spend a lot of money on restaurant based food or outside food or i should say ready to eat food or something like that yeah so my question is that here in india we uh, most of the people would prefer to cook and uh, mm-hmm. eat the food there, there is very if we talk about the population and compare it with the people are interested to go for a restaurant to eat the if you will find that the penetration is really low but when it yeah. comes to america and canada people people i mean spending a lot more on uh, this food uh, this type of food which is actually a garbage for their body. So yes. I mean what yeah. do you think about that? Yeah, I think the big thing comes from I think the the logic behind that is I mean you walk out your door and there's McDonald's on every corner. They're they're readily available. There's McDonald's, uh we have a coffee chain called Tim Hortons. You know, you walk out and there's restaurant, restaurant, restaurant. And then maybe 20 minutes away there's a gym. Um so there's definitely that. It's definitely very very easily accessible. 
uh, as well as there's a social aspect behind it. I found, um, I, I, my understanding from, I've trained a few Indian clients and my understanding was social, uh, like social, uh, events for India typically revolves around inviting people over cooking, you know, having food, doing stuff like that. What we have in Canada and North America is typically the social event is going out to go eat. Um, okay. you know, that is, that's a big part of it. Uh, the other thing too, is again, people have gotten really comfortable with being lazy. Uh, and you know, I, I'm not prejudiced against anybody in the world aside from two types of people, which are stupid people and lazy people. Um, so <laughs> if you're lazy, yeah, obviously it's going to be a lot easier to go to the store, order in food off Uber Eats or something like that. Um, so yeah, you've definitely seen a big, big increase in that sort of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, and 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 I mean, uh, I've I've observed that uh, people are confused between the terms, which are uh, I mean, maintaining the body and uh, maintaining the body by staying fit versus bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. So, youngsters, especially, uh, yeah, especially uh, I talk about youngsters. They just go in the gym and they just um uh, spend a lot of energy on, uh, I mean, different type of equipments. Yeah. They, I mean, they don't know how the how how they should be uh how they should plan for their body, but they, I mean, they spend a lot of time on gym, but they don't know how to maintain the body, mm-hmm. and that is why we can say that uh, what is the difference that we can consider uh, maintaining body by staying fit. I mean, you need to have a proper immunity so that. Your body can survive in any kind of, I mean, worst case situation. And yeah, yeah. what about body, bodybuilding is completely different kind of thing, I believe. Yes and no. So I, I totally agree with you in terms of like youngsters or the people that are just getting into it. Uh, the bodybuilding has a bad, bad rep in terms of, you know, it's heavily revolved around body image. It's heavily revolved around uh, dieting. It's very heavily revolved around like, a, you know, no cardio don't do cardio, only lift weights. Right. Um, and that's very unfortunate because I mean, the main thing, even if, you know, people say cardio kills or gains well, not doing cardio kills you, right. You need cardio to, uh, improve your cardiovascular system, your heart health, your lung health, all that. Um, you can't just stick just the weights, but yeah, there's a big issue with bodybuilding with uh, body image and all that. So then, I mean, if you want to delve even deeper, then that's where people, like you said, there's no more just fitness to stay healthy. It's do this bodybuilding. I'll do it as unhealthy as I possibly could, as long as I achieve this certain look. So in North America, for especially I've seen this on social media now, uh, which has been horrible is uh, SARMs and steroids, you know, young kids, uh, 16, 15, some of them are starting to take these drugs because they want to look a certain way without understanding the repercussions of what they're taking. They don't have any proper idea of how to take it properly. They don't have any idea of how to diet properly or train properly. So they're ruining their bodies and they're ruining their health just to achieve a certain body look. Uh, so that's where bodybuilding kind of distort the view of what fitness is. But you you go online and you look at somebody who's a bodybuilder and you're like, wow, muscles and abs and they look great. Yeah. Sure that they look great, uh, but are they healthy on the inside? And that's what matters most. Uh, and so as you were saying, yeah, fitness is, in my opinion, fitness isn't how you look, it's how you feel, it's how you perform and it's how healthy you actually are. 
And uh, it's hard to acknowledge that because, again, I'm not sure what it is in India, but it, in North America, we look up to these movie stars that are buff, yeah. they're ripped, you know, they're big muscles, abs, super lean. And that's the idea of fitness. And even they're not super fit, right? On terms yeah. of, you know, healthy wise. So that's, uh, that's been a big problem I've seen recently. Uh, but I will always say this, uh, fitness is not about how you look. It's about how you feel. It's about what you're, uh, how strong you are. It's about, you know, what's going on on the inside and how healthy you are. And I mean, you said that about uh, movies and web series, people get influenced. And in India, mm-hmm. it's the same kind of situation that uh, if uh, anyone, any any actor who is looking, uh, I mean, dashing at have a good body, then people would prefer to do the same kind of work. But yeah. they never know that they have a huge team managing yes. uh, managing the diet. And, and we also never know if the person has taken a steroid or not. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's the same thing here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, we can say that the movie and uh, web series based culture is not a good thing for youngsters. No, I would say, honestly, social media and this type of culture is it's horrible for them. Yeah, yeah okay. it's a lot of bad images. Okay. So what do you think about uh, Canadian people? Are they health conscious or they just you just said that it's the same like Americans, they don't care about most people yeah. don't care. Uh, I'd say Canadians are probably more health conscious because we have uh, in Canada, we're universal healthcare. We have uh, free healthcare. We pay for it through our taxes. So, you know, if I'm paying my taxes, somebody 3000 kilometers away from me, I could be supporting their healthcare. Um, okay. So I think people are definitely more, um, they appreciate their health more because again, with, uh, with Canada, it's a little bit tough, you know, like, it really just comes down to Canadians are just more health conscious for the reason that you, know, you can talk about your... the people living in different provinces. So different people have different tendency to yeah. how the fitness is like. Yeah, it's just I mean, with Canada, it's just, you know, um, we understand we have more education towards health in high school you're, or middle school. You're taking courses on, you know, how to eat properly. Not, not like heavily. It's not, and honestly, those courses, they're not great. They need a huge revision, but it's a good start. So if you're going through school and you know, you're in the fifth grade, you're 10, 11 years old, and you're being told, you know, this is how you should eat a meal should be, you know, this much of your palm should be a protein. This much of your palm should be a carb and this much should be a vegetable, like stuff like that. You kind of take that on to uh, later life. And maybe it's not the best way of doing things, but it does help a lot. Uh, and then it does get people into fitness in high school here. I'm not sure if, uh, you're similar, but it's mandatory to take a gym class. Um, so it's, you know, it is important to, uh, put that and instill that on younger people. So I do think that there is a little bit, um, we are a little bit better than Canadians, but our Americans, sorry, but it could be better. It could always be better. Okay, so uh, another thing that about you said that about the healthcare system. Uh, mm-hmm. I have seen, I heard that uh, the U.S. healthcare system is extremely expensive, and yes. uh, I want to know that what is the difference between Canadian healthcare system or U.S. healthcare system, or is it like the both are same? No, uh, Canadian is completely different. Canadian is universal healthcare, so okay. Canadian uh, healthcare is paid for by everybody in the province. So in Ontario, for example, this is just one province within Canada. We have something called OHIP, which is Ontario Health 
uh, something plan, uh, insurance plan. Yeah. That's what it's called. So uh, when you pay your taxes, um, you're basically paying for a collective healthcare system. So if I go into the hospital with a heart attack or something like that, I literally will just have to pay for the parking. I pay for parking and that's pretty much it. My food's paid for, the medication's paid for, the doctors are paid for, the room I'm in is paid for, like everything is paid for. Vice versa, you go down to the States and if you don't have any insurance whatsoever, you can get private insurance, but if you don't have any insurance, you're paying out of pocket for all that. So you're paying $200,000 for the room. You're paying $100,000 for the medication, the healthcare. You know, you're, you're coming out of the hospital from a heart attack with $500,000 in debt. Oh now, the States, yeah, it's bad. The States does have public health care as well. It's just not the greatest. Um, however, in Canada with the universal health care, there is now issue because we take so long because, again, it's universal. It's for everybody. Everybody goes in and deserves their equal share. I could be waiting 10 months for a surgery that I need three months from now. So a lot of Canadians, what they'll actually do is go down to the States and just pay out of pocket for it. So obviously, you know, there is pros and cons to it. I'm mm. fine not having to pay a huge, you know, $500,000 to go to the hospital. So I do, uh, I do prefer that though. Okay. Okay. So, so the conclusion is uh, Canadian healthcare system is far better compared to the U.S. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, <laughs> yeah, <okay. it> <laughs> so, uh, here in india i have seen a lot of people have started buying bicycles and they just regularly have started going for bicycle uh, cycling so awesome. what do you think that what are your thoughts on daily cycling and uh, and you have you ever seen such kind of scenario in the in canada because i have read tons of articles where it was mentioned that in the countries like the united kingdom and germany people have started purchasing bicycles to maintain their fitness yes so yeah, what absolutely. do you think about it yeah absolutely uh, biking and uh, so the most underrated form of exercise is walking and biking okay. uh walking is easy because you have two legs biking yeah you have to purchase the bike in toronto specifically where i'm located we have two different programs for bike uh bike assistance so We have something called Rideshare, where you can actually go rent a bike for two hours, four hours. You pick it up at one location, you drop it off at another location. Uh, so people love that here. Uh, the other thing is we actually have bike lanes. So on our roads, we have you know car lanes going one way, car lanes going the other. Beside that, we actually have just a specific bike lane that is only meant for people riding their bikes. So there has been a huge increase in the major cities, at least. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sure, too sure about like further out. But in the major cities, people definitely love biking. Uh, it's a great way to stay healthy. It's a great way to stay fit. Plus, mm. you know, you're not polluting the environment with gas and with cars yeah. and traffic, right? So, yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely something I recommend. Okay, okay. And uh, I mean, according to you, what is more important? Uh, because it's uh, like a very confusing question that maintaining a proper diet is more important or doing regular exercise or both. Oh, that one's true. It's, I will say both. It's very important to have both. Uh, my, what I teach my clients and what I tell people when I'm educating them on fitness is 80, uh, 80% and 20%, the 80-20 okay. rule. Uh, 80% of the time, you want to be aware of what you're eating. You want to be aware of how you're moving. You want to be aware of uh, what you're putting into your body and what you're outputting your body to do. 20% of the time, it doesn't really matter. 
you know, 20% of the time, go ahead, go have a fast food, go have junk food, go have McDonald's. 20% of the time, fine, stay on the couch, sit at home, do nothing, don't worry about working out, right? So if you're looking at a week standpoint for that, you know, 80% of the time, so Monday to Friday, you eat a clean, healthy diet, you, you are paying attention to what you're eating. On the Saturday, you know, you can go out and you can go out with friends. You could have some food. You can maybe indulge a little bit, have a slice of chocolate cake, something like that. Same thing with uh, working out with fitness, maintaining the health. Monday to Friday, try to be doing at least 30 minutes of exercise. And it doesn't have to be much. It could just be as we were just talking about the cycling or the walking. Uh, just do that Monday to Friday, at least 30 minutes a day. Saturday and Sunday, just take the day off, relax. Don't, don't worry too much. But as long as you're doing something 80% of the week, and then 20% of the week, you're kind of relaxing. That's uh, totally fine. But 100%, you need to focus on both. Uh, if I were to say two, or which uh, which is more important of the two, it is variable person to person. Um, but I would say movement is probably better just for the benefit of it. Uh, whereas with diet, as long as you're not eating a really, really, really bad diet, then you can kind of get away with it with the movement. Okay. Okay. So kind of a tough question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> so I'm I'm in the. What about uh, workout at home? What do you say? And before before uh, before this jumping into the this this question, I want to ask that. I mean, what do you think when people say that they don't have time to work out? Have you faced such kind oh. of clients who just keep saying that we don't All have time. time to working out? All the time. All the time. So. I will always ask them this. Do you have time to go, uh, go to work? Do you have time to watch TV? Do you have time to go on your phone and scroll through Instagram, TikTok, YouTube for hours on end? And if they answer honestly, and everybody, I'll ask all the viewers that are watching this right now, ask yourself that. Do you have 30 minutes where you waste on your Instagram just scrolling mindlessly through your feed? Absolutely. Fitness does not have to be just a, you know, a big chunk of your day. It doesn't have to be a two-hour workout or this or that. You are not too busy to work out. You are just too lazy to work out. You're making the big excuse for yourself. So, and again, working out doesn't have to mean going to the gym, pumping a ton of weights, you know, doing exactly. a crazy hard workout. Go for a 30 minute walk, go for a 20 minute walk, something super easy, right? As long as you're moving your body, that is more than enough. But don't make the excuse that you don't have time for anything because you're sitting at home watching Netflix or you're watching TV. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it was really interesting <laughs> to know about this. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think about, I mean, workout at home? Because see, uh, there are many people who would not prefer to go for a, go to gym. I mm-hmm. mean, they, they don't want to, uh, buy, buy bicycle or something like that. They just prefer to stay at home and just want to do workout at home. And what do you think about mm-hmm. that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if it if it's what you prefer and it gets you moving, then absolutely. You can totally gain muscle working out at home with just body weight or fans or whatever, you know, even a soup can, you know, uh, during the pandemic, I had clients working out with soup cans, uh, textbooks, you know, heavier textbooks. I was getting them to use that as weights. It's definitely possible uh, to reach your goals just being at home. Now, again, it really does come down to what are you more comfortable doing? What do you enjoy doing? The only way you're going to stick to a routine is really if you enjoy it. You know, if you enjoy staying at home and working out at home, doing body weight exercises or cardio or biking, whatever, you know, you're more likely to stick to that. and You're more likely to reach your goal and stay healthy 
Whereas if you don't like going to the gym, then you probably won't go. So now you're not working out and you're not going to reach your goal or you're not staying healthy. So it's definitely a possibility to reach your goals doing it. You just have to see which one you like better. And it's very easy to uh, maintain the fitness. You just need to spend, I mean, 25 to 30 minutes a day. It's that simple. But people keep excusing that they don't have time and all such things. Even at yeah. home, they can do regular basic exercises. They just have to do some research on internet. It's just one click exactly. away. But still, people are not exactly. aware about that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. People, uh, if you really want something, you'll do it. If you don't, then you'll make excuses, right? And that's typically what people will do. They'll make the excuses because they know it's hard work. Okay, okay. So here is my final question. Uh, what do you think about yoga? Yoga? Oh, I love it. It's great. Uh, it's, 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 let me ask you this, though. Like yoga in what regard? Like what is what do I think of yoga because of what? Like because just of India? Fitness? Oh, because of India? I, okay, yeah, yeah. So no, yoga is amazing. I love you. I, uh, I've stopped doing a little bit of yoga. I mainly just do like uh, static stretches and stuff like that now, but I absolutely love yoga. I highly recommend every single person do it. Uh, there's not one client that I haven't said to, no, don't do yoga. I will say it to every single client. Uh, it's absolutely amazing. It's very good for you. It teaches you very good technique in terms of uh, learning how to brace your core and use your body and stretch. Uh, as well as very good for meditation, breathing techniques, depending on what style of uh, yoga, right? Um, obviously, if you're doing like a vinyasa or something like that, it's uh, it can be a lot tougher. But if uh, if you're just doing a regular yoga flow, absolutely. I think it's definitely uh, something that can help you uh, clear your head, feel better about your body. And it's a good yeah. workout as well. It is. I mean, it is, it is extremely helpful for mental health as well. Not We are absolutely. not just talking yeah. about physical health. It also mm-hmm. helps us in mental health also. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's amazing what I can do for you. And uh, what is about the awareness level of yoga in Canada? Yeah, it's pretty, uh, there's yoga, like we have specifically like, you no know, our weight gyms and all that stuff, but where there's a lot of yoga studios as well. People here very, uh, do very much like uh, yoga. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could probably within a 10 kilometer radius of your house, if you're in a bigger city, there's probably one to five yoga studios around. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's people like it here. We, we like it here. I mean, I've heard, uh, I've read many articles and watched videos that, uh, uh, if I talk from India perspective, Western countries like Europe, America, Canada, have people have started focusing a lot more on yoga to mm-hmm. maintain their physical fitness and mental health as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Um, especially we have, uh, in Toronto specifically, there's a subsection of Toronto called Brampton. There's a huge Indian population there. Um, yeah. So uh, I mean, have you heard that Brampton, Brampton, Brampton city has many Indians. Yes. Yeah. It's about, so about 70 ish percent of the city is, uh, yeah. yeah. So we have like Canada, everybody kind of uh, comes here to either study, live here, live a new life kind of thing. So we have tons of cultures and there's a huge Indian culture that brought over that culture with them. They brought the, uh, the yoga, they brought the, these meditation styles. And, uh, so people just fell in love with it because I can't speak for everyone personally, but I love learning about new cultures. So, um, when I first heard of yoga, it was like, Oh, okay. I, I learned the Westernized version of yoga. Um, but now, uh, knowing like, well, as I got older, you know, 10, about 10 years ago, when I started learning more about it, 
Um, that's when I really fell in love with where it came from, the cultural differences between it, like how you guys do it over there and how we do it here. Yeah. And you've definitely seen that shift too within Canada. You definitely see it turning more towards the Indian style uh, and focusing more on the cultural aspects of yoga instead of just being, you know, just for fitness and just, you know, just pay me my money uh, and we'll, we'll, I'll put you through a stretch session. Now it's, it's about the culture. It's about proper yoga proper meditation, proper mental health and physical health. It's amazing. And uh, if we talk about the situation of lockdown, right? People mm-hmm. have fa- felt that mental health is very much important because they are alone at home. I mean, they have uh, two to three people at home. They are not allowed to go outside. And during yeah. such kind of time, it is very difficult to maintain mental health because you are not, you cannot uh, socialize. You cannot communicate by in, in person. So it becomes mm-hmm. very uh, important. It becomes very beneficial if if one starts focusing on yoga and meditation as well. Absolutely, yeah. Focusing on your own mental health and your own uh, your own mindset, right? Yeah. Uh, too many people uh, get into, and that's what's uh, the beauty of fitness and yoga, specifically by yeah, like fitness in general. People get into it for body image issues. They get into it just to lose weight, to look a certain way. Whereas fitness is much, much more than that. It goes on so many deeper levels. It helps with the mindset. It helps with the positivity. It helps with your outlook on life. It helps you become a better person in, yeah. in my opinion. Right. So, uh, it's definitely, yeah, it's, it's definitely, if, you know, if you're still in lockdown, like we are here in Toronto, take up yoga. <laughs> okay. Okay. And, uh, also that, uh, if, uh, one starts focusing on, uh, maintaining health, it is very natural that your if your body is moving better your mind will also uh, work better it is it's very simple but people do not understand and they just ignore all such things unfortunately unfortunately yes i've seen that quite a bit uh I, my my favorite thing when i train clients uh and see the progression it's amazing to see my clients progress with their weight loss or their muscle gain or they hit their fitness goals but it's amazing to see them also start shifting their mindset and working more towards their actual goal. Like, you Mm. know, quitting their job to go do something they've wanted to do all the time because they have the confidence now, or they have the energy to put in the work. They, they got that pay raise because they've been working their ass off because now they have the energy to do it. Or, you know, they're able to raise their kids better and they're able to go on hikes with their significant other. Like fitness is much, much more than just looking away. It is everything. Life is fitness in my opinion. Uh, so the mindset, the internal, the health, everything. So that's what I love seeing with my clients is just the amount of success that you can have outside of just looking good, whether it be money, wealth, health, you know, all these things. Right. So, so in conclusion, we can say that uh, health is wealth. Health is wealth. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I also urge you to use this statement for promoting your your personal brand. Yes, yes, I have before. Absolutely. Yeah, health is wealth. Health is wealth. Yeah, so thank you so much for uh, coming in the show and accepting my invitation. And finally, oh, is there you. anything that you want to ask me? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say ask you. I just, you know, thank you so much for uh, having me on here and reaching out. It was, uh, I've listened to uh, a few of your podcasts on the financial stuff. So it was great. Um, you know, my, I understand it because my dad was in finance as well. So I love how you were connecting the two. It's amazing because that's, that's the biggest thing, you know, with fitness. Uh, I do believe that if you have a fit health and fit minds, then you can accomplish anything. So yeah, yeah thanks yeah. for having me on, man.
and also i, I my focus towards making content is for general it's not you will not mm-hmm. see that it is more india centric it's like yeah. a broad approach so anyone who wants to learn about uh, personal finance and investing they can just uh, watch real or just youtube video they can get a lot of idea about it absolutely yeah no it's awesome you're doing good work yeah thank you so much of course man so finally we are closing and thank you so much thanks guys thanks for listening if you find this episode valuable and you would like to help support the podcast feel free to share it with others post about it on social media or leave a rating or review to catch all the latest updates from me you can follow me on instagram at anujv21 that is a n u j v 21 thanks again and i will see you next time